Okay, we're back. We're here with Rob Stoops. So thank you for joining us again. I know you've been with us in my previous podcast on Haunted Real Connections with Paranormal King. And uh, so now I'm with um, Jenny Hill, Judy Hill Suits, Paranormal Entertainment. Uh, and my hey, Nikki. Good so deal. Thank you. Welcome back into Paranormal Corner with Nikki Ray. And uh, and I want to say thanks to our other sponsors. I have two, actually. Who's Brian J. Lamerty for a pair of posts. I want to make sure I get that squared away. <laughs> Rock on. Those are all so good welcome, people. Man. Yeah. Woo. Those are all yeah. good people right there. Definitely. I try to keep up with everybody as much as I can. And uh, I haven't been able to jump online in a very long time. So I'll I'll just say hello, welcome everybody back. out in TV land. <laughs> no, right here, guys. Stokes yes. is here. All right, so you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I know you have your little bio, like you've been in a field for like over 20 years. Probably yeah. Tall, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I've been investigating for about 20 years now. And uh, yeah, so a couple of years back, I ran into some cases that were a little tricky. And I went ahead and started a state team called spur stokes paranormal investigations right. research s-p-i-r and uh and then i ended up getting in contact with archbishops and getting the opportunity to be lead investigator and now deacon for the solomonic order of saint michael archangel oh, awesome. that's s-o-s-m-a-u-s-a.com and also I am the Southeast Division. Uh, I am in the Southeast Division of the Warren Legacy Foundation. And we're both part of, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've been running pretty good and smooth so far. As good as good. to be expected. That's great. Let me see if we have any questions yet. To look over in this comment section. Because there is a comment section that we can both see for the public. And we have our own private chat, too. By the way, I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> okay. All right. Rock yeah, just don't forget to share your questions on with us anytime. And um, so I really appreciate you being here and um, everything with that. And of course, I have my. It's a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Nikki, you're so cool. You're You're a rock star. Oh, and you're, you. you're a Ghostbusters fan like me, so we get Definitely. we get along pretty good, you know. I hear there's gonna be another movie. So anyway, I it's hope coming. there'll be another movie. Yeah, it's coming. There's a new one. It it got put on pause, but um, yeah. but everything just got filmed. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Firehouse. So um, I have to ask, what was your First paranormal experience, you know, my sharing. My first paranormal experience, um, I was probably roughly around 14 years old. And uh, that's what I like wow. to call the brown pants moment. <laughs> I, I, I had a, a specific brown pants moment there. Uh, I was raised with my grandmother down the street from my house. She was about eight doors down. And... Uh, let's see, she was probably roughly around in 
the 70s, 74, 75 mm -hmm. at the time or so. Mm -hmm. uh, I ended up getting a call in the middle of the night from her neighbor saying that she was uh, very livid and angry and uh, was making a ruckus in the backyard and that somebody needed to come down and step in. So I ended up uh, running eight doors down all the way to her house in the middle of the night. And uh, I found her swinging a baseball bat at her crawl space in the backyard there. And uh, she said that something was trying to get with her. She said that, that something was, was trying to uh, get with her and say some very horrible things while she was taking a bath. And so she wanted to go and handle that. She was a very southern woman, so she was independent. And she was ready right. to bam. She was ready to bam on something. And uh, so I ended up telling her that I would end up handling that for her um, after she was just profusely all wound up. And I went in the crawl space and a couple of rooms in, I ended up peeking to the left. I ended up looking around and straight to the right, I ended up getting this dark growl that was a get out oh that and uh so i ended up um having to deal with that shaking it off and and i went back out and and i ended up telling my uh grandmother that it was okay there wasn't anything in there and um and she was like well yeah no no there, there's definitely something around but um I ended up uh, going into her house from there, trying to get her wound down. And uh, I ended up seeing that she was uh, putting the baseball bat down and walking into the house with me. Uh, about midways of the house, there was this little circular hallway where you had different directions. You were going from the kitchen to the left, you had hallways straight towards back bedrooms. To the front, you had front room, living room area, and uh, front entrance doorway. And to the right, you had a dining room. And we get in towards there. She had a whole bunch of radios set up all placed around her home. Anywhere she was in the home, she could end up cranking up the tunes. She was a very Christian woman, so every single one of those was on a Christian channel. And just as I was telling her that I didn't have uh, anything in that crawl space that I was finding, all of the radios turned on at the same time. Oh, we both wow. looked at each other, and she was like, don't worry, I got this. You just go back, <laughs> go back home. I've got this. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, that was my first brown pants moment. And I have to ask, did you ever find out... Um research the house maybe what uh there was a lot of turbulence in the area happening it was a, a really really crazy spot sometimes just so many people so many lives um it was one of the oldest streets that was wow. off the interstate highway one by i-26 in columbia and uh, okay. she was one of the first houses on the block, right by the railroad tracks. Um, 
I I ended up just basically brushing my shoulders off on that one and dealing with what I had to. Um, there was plenty of brown pants moments after that. <laughs> I yeah, used yeah, to get snitched one. out. She she uh she would be sitting there in the back room and reading books about uh, herbs that uh, end up helping the body and stuff like that. She she was uh, one to end up having a garden set up in her backyard. So she was she was reading up on everything that she could do back there and. And I uh, had a whole library full of books on it. While she was reading one day, I ended up uh, having to go use the bathroom. And it's all the way across the other side of the house. I went out in there and uh, my father was raised in a bedroom that sits directly beside there. So I, as I'm leaving that bathroom, I'm looking to the side and I'm seeing that his old bedroom is there. I'm walking in there and I'm seeing these pictures that he had of him in uniform. Oh, wow. And so I was checking it out and seeing he was a man of service. And I was seeing, you know, we got same jawline and everything like that cut from the same cloth. We look side by side, same, same. All of us look the same right there. And, and so I was like, you know, I, I'd look pretty good in that uniform. And, and I was thinking to myself, that, that's pretty awesome. I know I'd look good because he looked good up in there. <laughs> and uh, so I set the picture down and I'm walking towards the back. And my grandmother ended up looking at me whenever I got back in there. She was like, what was you doing? I was like, uh, nothing, Grandma, nothing. She's like, you was meddling. And something told me you was meddling. And I had to explain to her, hey, 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 I was just looking at a couple of photos of dad up in the uniform. That was it. That's all, I swear. <laughs> and it was like that. All the time, these things were telling her what I was doing all over the place, far away from her. Oh, wow. I couldn't even I couldn't even hardly play checkers without her just all of a sudden <laughs> knowing exactly what was going on across the other side of the house. Um, it was like that. It was like that. And there was always something around. Um, her her neighbor ended up shooting himself on the front porch. And uh, that was a tricky situation. She was, he, she was always calling him by uh, a nickname of uh, Drew. But name was uh, Andrew. And I just, I, I ciphered it out, started learning how she would talk to him and get good response and uh, how not to talk to things and what not to do. She was one to train me right. up. She had just a little bit oh. of a gift and, and um, nobody really looked at it like that. They ended up um, frowning on people back in the eighties. There wasn't really too much going on where right. you could end up being free to, to speak about, having any abilities on things like that um so we're speaking about suicide i want to throw this out there because there's been a lot of it going on lately so there is yeah. help out there so you got and don't feel like there's no help out there we have plenty of resources these days and there's a number i believe is not a8 right that they can call that's right that's so, right there's there's always a way out there's always a way out. Nobody has to take that way right there. Right. You know, it feels like there's no way out, but there's always help. It. And I don't feel like there's no help. 
Yeah, sometimes people just need somebody to talk to more than anything right. else, you know. I know, there, I've been there too. There's a lot of people that just get isolated in this cold world, and that's where that shows up mostly. A lot yeah, of bad, I just thought that that nobody to talk to, nobody to vent to. Things just keep on piling up. At least find one friend or someone you trust that you can talk to, you know, no matter what. Yeah. So, I yeah. thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, you're good. That's that's great little PSA right there for everybody. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got team members that are dealing with that here today. Um, they they recently just mm -hmm. had to find out that their friends were uh, on that path and having oh, to try well. to stop it. Um, it's like that all over the place right now. Yeah, yeah, it is unfortunately. Yeah. So this guy, this guy ended up. Um, saying that that he did some things he wasn't really proud of to my grandmother my grandmother said mm -hmm. well well uh you know you're you're passed over now and you just need to let go and right. he wouldn't he wouldn't we would see him walking around through his house after he was gone uh mm -hmm. and mostly on on the back porch area he would he would show up walking from uh from an entranceway and towards the back porch and stuff. And um, he didn't really try to show up too much inside of my grandmother's home, which was a good thing because I was way too young to be seeing stuff like that going on. That's true. Yeah. Um, closer towards the veil, she ended up having some, some very dark things trying to show up. Uh, things that would be considered like a leech technique, trying to get all of the energy off of somebody. You know, when you're closer to the veil, that that can happen. There's some bad things around that just try to get all that energy as much as possible. And, I think um, it's called energy vampires, mm -hmm. something like that. <laughs> yeah. I know I run across a few. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's that's what happened. She started dealing with that all the way up through her last days i had oh, a wow. worse i had a worse brown pants moment though um <laughs> it was my 20s and i was up in a hotel out of town working doing foundation repair um that's a pretty hard job to do you got to dig 10 foot mm -hmm. holes if need be oh, drag bet, 200 yeah. pounds you know <laughs> in foot high crawl spaces you know dragging concrete and uh they've got bottle jacks type style lifting up on uh houses but it's it's 200 pounds you got to put it on your shoulder and walk obstacle courses <laughs> that you just created wow. and uh we were working at an old folks home out in lancaster county and um huh. and there was a place called the alligator grill so after that first night we ended up going to get in the hotel room and going across the street there was a uh, restaurant there it was solid, man. They they have a deal where it was a 32-ounce sirloin, a baked potato, and a salad. If well, you finish it off in an hour, it, it makes me hungry. <laughs> and uh, that was like a $50 meal. And um, I ended up getting mine well done. My buddy was right beside me, ended up getting his like a medium rare, mm -hmm. and he couldn't hardly chew it. But uh, he started cheering me on. He put he threw his fork down. He was like, man, I, my, my jaw is just hurting already. I can't do it. So I'm finishing off mine, and then um, I'm going across the street. I'm laying down in my room. It was a horrible, horrible 
place. I mean, like it, if you looked at it from the street, it was like this very off pink, crappy, ran down looking building. You saw oh, wow. to the left of you, there was a clerk's desk with a window. And then to the right, there was like six rooms. Um, I was probably about fourth down or so. And so I'm going and I'm laying down in there. And um, a couple hours later in my sleep, I end up getting woke up where the covers ended up creeping from my chest level all the way up to my mouth, my nose. And when it got around there, it started uh, smothering me, choking me out. Oh, no. And I woke up to that and started taking some punches, just wild, wild punches, you know. Um, you, you basically was just uh, having having trouble breathing. You know, your your eyes will start constricting, and uh, and you know you're feeling it right there. It's it's choking you. I've had and something similar happen to me one time. My eyes opened up, and I saw uh, something that was just as tall as the ceiling. It was it was like this dark, shadowy mass figure that was uh, really just as tall as the ceiling. I started yeah. throwing throwing swings towards it about four or five later uh i watched this thing just disappear right in front of me <laughs> that's and happened to me a few times i it's like I even up, though you're not you know suffocated but i felt someone sat at the edge of my bed so i just kicked my leg <laughs> take yeah. it in the wrong person you know but there's no one there yeah <laughs> well i i ended up looking around and i i didn't see anything after a while I, I thought to myself this is just me maybe maybe i'm just going nuts so i needed to lay down i, I might have worked too hard or something might have uh, been wrong with me so i i ended up laying back down and um after i felt myself subside back into sleep land all of a sudden the covers started creeping up again it got about oh, no. chin level and i threw them off i said nope this ain't happening I walked out the room. I didn't get no sleep that night, and um, it was pretty rough. Um, and right after that, uh, the next morning, I ended up showing up in this gas station trying to get myself prepared for the day. And uh, when we were in the clerk line, um, I was trying to talk about it with my buddy and let him know. I was explaining what had happened to me, going over it with an instant replay. And uh, and by the time we got up to the front of the line at the clerk, he ended up looking at me and he was like, hey, man, I heard what you said, man. Uh, somebody died in that room. And I, I think you should know. I was, was going like, to ask that. Yeah. Yeah. That's my luck. Go figure. That's my luck. <clears throat> so um, I'm going to work and I didn't say anything to my boss and uh, my boss ended up. Uh, at the end of the day, he ended up coming up and saying, hey, guys, good job. I'm going to go ahead and grab all y'all's gear over in the rooms. We're going to pack the bags, and I'm going to get y'all home. And uh, and this guy, he, he's pretty tall. He's a, a Marine. So I was like, yeah, you go ahead, buddy. You go ahead. <laughs> You're the perfect one. So he ended up grabbing up the gear, and he came back. And uh, he looked at me. He had this O face, this O, O. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I was like, man, what you got that old face for, man? What's up? He was like, man, uh, did you attack somebody last night? I said, no, no, uh, of course not, man. I wouldn't do that to you. 
he's like, well, you know, I, I, I want you to know, I got you back. I just need to know what's going on here. I, I'm wondering, did you attack somebody? I said, no, man. He said, well, uh, I just ended up going in there to grab up your gear and the cleaning lady was in there and she ended up finding something that was stashed in between the mattresses where you were sleeping. And, um, and he had oh, wow. grabbed it from her and threw it in the truck with my stuff and came out to the job. And there it was, it was a dried up bloody rock in the sock. Huh. Now for anybody out there that, that needs to know that is very ghetto. That's, that's a, a ghetto weapon right there. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I ended up eventually going back towards Columbia and cutting it open and taking a look at it. It was, it was a, a horrible weapon that had been used somewhere some way didn't yeah, know nothing about. yeah i was that gonna was ask a horrible um, experience yeah um so, sorry i had to go through that <laughs> but i was gonna say um what is it about renovations i mean that usually picks up activity right renovations like, well like there's <laughs> there's several reasons why that can be um, like with, with residential homes, uh, right. if somebody lived in there and they made things exactly the way that they had it, um, very, very critically placed whenever they were alive and then they passed away, they're still there. They want it to stay just like they had it. And people coming up in there and changing things around, they're not okay with that. People don't like change even when they're alive, if you've noticed, you right. know. That's that's, that's the true. biggest that's one of the biggest problems with with people is that they I've had that happen to, here. We had to renovate our back house. They get towards and, accountability and they they feel like they yeah. just want to keep it that way. I'm just home now finally now. It's, I understand it, but yeah, I'm. We the weirdest thing that happened to us we kept hearing glass breaking. Yeah. And uh, it's from our back door, and the only area that we hear was glass. Breaking. There's little glasses everywhere. <laughs> mm. Then we had to replace the door. <laughs> ah, what's up, Brian? Hey, Hope there he is. Good, yeah. Hey, Brian. That's cool, man. I ain't been able yeah, to log yeah, in yeah. on Parapost in a while, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm hoping everything's there, yeah. doing good there. It's very awesome, man. I haven't been online in a while. <laughs> what's up, yeah. buddy? Thank you for sharing, guys. I appreciate it. Rock on. All right, so um, let's see. Got my glasses so weird. <laughs> Nikki, let's let's switch it out for just a minute. Let's talk <laughs> about you for a minute. All right, <laughs> you you always asking other people about their origin story. I want to get your origin story. Please tell me. I have quite a few experiences growing up. <laughs> you want to hear about that or yeah yeah just your first moment well one thing as i wrote in my first book dark pathway um one of my beginnings of paranormal um one time i actually got lost in the woods so we like camp a lot and um, in ojai california or in yosemite we'll camp there for a while but i think we were in ojai and then all of a sudden, my brother, I have two brothers, we decided to go hiking. And of course, um, they took one 
went in, I turned the other way for some reason, and then I got lost. Mm. And then that's when I started to hear um, something that guided me up. Um, so that's when I started to hear um, experience, I guess. I was probably about nine or ten. Yeah, yeah I was like falling. You know, me a little, you know, city for real. I wouldn't know how I would survive even for that long. That yeah. I asked her, everybody, I'm like, how long was I missing? And they said I was missing for an hour. Mm. So, um, so this Water day, I, I didn't girl. really, <laughs> to this day, I didn't really tell anyone how I, I managed to get out. I don't think I was crazy because I was here in those places. <laughs> I get it. I don't you think know? I think you're cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets a brown pants moment, right? Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. And then um uh, another brown yeah. pants moment. Um well I heard him again. Only I was at my great grand you know, my grandmother's trailer park at the time. That place alone is cursed. We had all sorts of weird culture that I had too it's crazy. Um, one time, for some reason, everybody decided to go out of the trailer, and of course, for me, I decided to stay inside for some reason. I don't know, but all of a sudden, I heard this evil, sinister laughter from the back of the trailer Ooh. inside of where I was. I'm like, What the hell? <laughs> so, you used to see my face is white now, it was 10 times whiter. When yeah, I that'll mess with My grandma's like, you heard something? Like, yes. <laughs> well, at least you got collaboration. That's good. Yeah. And I found out later that it was someone that took his own life. Oh. Ah. At least you found out. That's cool. Yeah. Rock on. Well, continue, you can continue your questions. <laughs> I, I just thought to myself, you know, Nikki is always stuck hosting this. And nobody asked her what, what, what her brown pants moment was. I, I never get to hear it. Never get to Yeah, I don't mind. Never I'm an open book. You guys can ask questions if you like. <laughs> You're always stuck having to be the one asking the questions. I figured, well, let, let, let's at least get a little something. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I don't mind sharing that. I, I see them. From time to time, but majority of the time, I just hear spirits. And one time I told them flat out, you know, I really don't like it when you pop in front of my face. And then after that, you stop doing that. Well, well, that's good. That's Once good. in a while, I'll see them from a distance, but not like in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the last apparition I saw was my dad. And he passed away from brain cancer back in 2018. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thanks, yeah. But I know he's in a better place. <laughs> yeah. So with my late husband. Yeah. Hmm. So you've been able to, to see them on the other side, huh? Oh yeah. Either in dream or in making life. <laughs> wow. Not too many people uh end up getting that opportunity. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't even trying either. It just happened like the other night. I just see my great grandfather in a dream. He had a more of a concerned look on his face. <laughs> like he was too happy. 
I was like, what did I do now? <laughs> uh, oh boy. If I saw my grandfather, he, he was a, he was an old school man. He always liked to try to yes. slap me upside the head. Just, <laughs> yeah, bless him, right? Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't be the way we are, I guess, without him. <laughs> I see both of my great grandparents, actually. One time I thought for sure I died, had near death experience. I had, you know. So, right on. Right yeah. On. Yeah, don't be any questions. Like, That's cool. Continue, girl. Continue. <laughs> And of course, my books, you can get my books on Amazon or Barnes yeah. and Noble. And I have my first book signing, I think it was last year. I bet that was fun. Oh, man. You throw a party, you bought some pizza. Yeah. yeah I was quite nervous, but I had a pretty good turnout. Awesome. Maybe one day they'll let me lecture there. That's my dream to start lecturing. That's cool. I want to follow Joe Frankie's footsteps. Yeah. Well, that's big shoes to fill. Right. <laughs> and of course, I want to give the World Legacy Foundation a shout out for their new awesome work. You guys, what do you guys do too? Yeah. Joe Frankie's so cool, man. Yeah. We got a great team. Yeah. I, I like whenever he, uh, whenever he, he explains his stories. Um, best ones that he can end up saying man like walking in somewhere and and somebody's asking him some differences on uh some stuff that's malevolent and some stuff that's not and he'll end up saying you know casper ain't gonna pick you up and chunk you across the room <laughs> that's for sure not no uh, that's a good difference to know right there unfortunately they're a shooting you up there and i can hear both and experience both yeah, yeah, a lot of experience, like 40 years. Well, I just turned 51. Oh, I That's good to be that age, just still kicking like this, man. It's good. And I still get carded. Well, that's a good thing. That makes you feel better, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a worry, Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, I was the. So, when did you first realize that you were called to this field? Uh, right after that incident in the the hotel where I was getting choked, um, mm -hmm. I I ended up saying to myself, you know, with everything that happened whenever I was a kid with my grandmother's house, with everything that happened just a minute ago with in the hotel. I'll probably need to go ahead and, and make sure that I'm here for people. You know, I, I started figuring it out that that's, that's probably why I ended up having to go through all that was, it was, uh, it was meant to build you, you know, sometimes people are going through this, right. those, uh, hard times and they need to realize that, uh, sometimes our plan is for us to be a little bit more stretched out like a rubber band and uh, for us to, you know, get to here, we still, you know, got to get our stretch on. So right. it's like that. It's like that. We got life experiences that build us, make us better. 
and uh, that was just one of those times. And and after being able to figure that out, I went on a couple of missions helping some people, and it was great. It was good times. And then uh, ten years went by, and I blinked, and then was I was like, man, you know, I'm, I'm pretty soon. I'm I, I felt like uh, like something was going to happen that was a little little historical for me. And sure enough, sure enough, I, I think. 10 years went by and, and all of a sudden went from uh, ghost cases to, um, to people being affected. Um, in 2009, I ended up watching holy water evaporate off a kid's forehead. Oh, man. And it freaked me out, man. We watched it evaporate. That was anybody. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't looking too well. Poor, poor little dude. That family was getting affected, and um, that was the first time I felt like, um, like that calling was actually doing something right. So that, if you don't mind me asking, that actually happened. But if that's everybody in a room when you're doing those, um, yeah, 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 I, I had a lot of people. Ex- there. Oh, um, you're talking about exorcisms, yeah, um, yeah, we're, we're not supposed to be a part of that. These emergency situations happen. You just got to learn how to deal with it. That's about it. You can learn some tricks of the trade, and uh, you make sure that if, if somebody is really affected, that you get some some of the right help. You know, um, I'll right. tell you, uh, it it took a while um, after being through some of those cases and having to deal with emergency situations. You you learn right off the rip. You know, I, I'm going to have to find the people that I need the most to do this the way that it's supposed to be done. Um, and I, I ended up getting in contact with uh, bishops, archbishops, priests, you know, all over the place. And a lot of them ended up failing to even get back in contact. Um, you'll learn real quick that some priests go their entire career without dealing with anything affected like this. And uh, you got to learn those channels of where to go. And so uh, I, I have an archbishop now that uh, I ended up getting the chance to roll with. And he ended up training me up pretty good. And, and now um, we have an archbishop, Torres, that is prior general. Yeah, you got it prior- Vicar General, there's he's he's got so many titles it's hard to keep up with all of them. I just call him Father You know, yeah, yeah, Father, <laughs> Doctor, and Archbishop. And, you know, he's got so many titles, and uh, yeah, Torres yeah, is awesome. Archbishop Torres is awesome. He's been running things pretty good so far, and you know, it's it's those people that that can end up helping the most in certain situations. You get these calls. And, and somebody's like, you know, I'm feeling really affected right now. I need somebody to, to fly out here, like, right now. And you're like, hold up, hold up. We got a little process to go through before uh, we just end up sending somebody out to you. Cool. Uh, you know, there's I a... Thought, uh, I thought I was trying to lose you there. I'm sorry. My laptop yeah. was up. No. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's a process that you have to go through to end up getting that help. And you go through evaluation sheets and taking care of mental evaluations, making sure that there isn't any uh, mental disorders 
um, genetically right. or just present in general and uh and and go through things step by step to making sure that you're counseling um, sometimes there's a grieving process a trauma that's happening and you've really got to go ahead and tackle all of that first and foremost an exorcism right. is the last thing you would ever want to do it's not good it's not good you never want to have to see it it's never pretty and you know you think about it that's somebody at the worst moment of their life right there right yeah and, and what pisses me off the most is that some people try to record that and post it all over the place that's that's not good and that's not especially cool especially if no. you're sensitive like me you, what if yeah, i can be affected you can, by you can get it affected. You, know? you, you can you can get affected just watching stuff like that even the that's people why i don't regular. <laughs> Um, these dark malevolent forces get the opportunity to do things that the other regulars don't get to, to do. You know, there is electronic transfer. Um, the first case that I handed to my archbishop where I had dealt with things, I sent it to him. He opened it up on his laptop and he said that something jumped out of the laptop and belted yeah, him right, I mean. right up in the rib and it broke a rib. I remember it, that, it shut, yeah. It shut down his breathing for a minute. Um, there is something called electronic transfer that can happen. I thought first so you be cautious. <laughs> yeah, you got to be very cautious. I, I, I tend to, to try to be very careful. I, I don't end up posting a whole bunch of the stuff that I go through specifically because of electronic transfer. I have so many friends out there that get affected specifically, you know, just I make sure that I'm well protected before I watch any of those. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Protections is key. Um, you know, the prayer, St. Michael prayer, that's yeah. one of the most formidable against all of the dark malevolence that you can get. And uh, I know that our father, by heart. there you go. There you go. That's a good one, too. <laughs> you know, and uh, as well as uh, holy water. And uh, yeah, holy water. Standby. <laughs> you got you got your rosaries and. Mm -hmm. And uh, being able to take care of um, of all of the things that can show up, you want to be able to have yourself some protections. Be ready. Right. Take a preemptive strike. Thank goodness we are not helpless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it takes a minute to learn about all that stuff, too. That's true, yeah. Not, not, not everybody just walking in towards this uh, field of operation right there is, is going to know how to end up taking care of themselves like that. Some people just walk in, they're like, well, I ain't got no protections and I'm just not going to end up saying no prayers. I ain't really caring about no higher power. I'm just going to walk up in there and I'm going to say hey to whatever it is. I might just provoke it. You know, that's... That's what you don't want to do. <laughs> that's the dusker don'ts, man. That's the dusker don'ts. Don't do so that. Speaking on this subject, um, I, want, I don't really want to say the D word, but what would be the signs that you look for if you think someone is under possessed? Well, um, the first thing that you got to think about is what opened the door. Um, right. Attachments, you know, um, with attachments, somebody ended up going through something very bad, traumatic, and uh, sometimes suicide, sometimes... Um, things like that right there can end up sparking it up, you know, somebody trying to oh, live yeah. through uh, one of their darkest moments and they ended up slicing wrists. And, 
Um, other times it was uh, occult rituals, you know, somebody trying to um, do things that they're not supposed to, Ouija boards and everything like that. Those are all open doors that cause the yeah, first problem. I've been guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. But at least now I know how to close the door. Mm -hmm. that's amazing yeah and and after that you know people are are affected and uh, <laughs> uh, attachments are are where it always begins um you know we we end up getting calls roughly around a vexation moment after they're affected right. um the depressions and and the <laughs> oppressions are usually uh, part of vexation modes, and then full-blown possessions are always last on that list. And then it's like a deliverance that you have to do for the kind of deliverance. Yeah, there's there's different names for it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, all cultures have different rituals, and it's pretty much the same, only uh, just more in depth towards a, a specific culture, whoever's doing it. Um, that's uh, Protestant, Baptist, right. Methodist. I was raised Baptist. <laughs> you know, they, they do a little uh, deliverance and all that. Uh, Catholic is, is more the exorcisms. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, thank you for answering that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Let's it's see, different um, different cultures, man, you know. Yeah, it depends on what religion. It's always good to study. So I did a class of my different credits in college on different religions of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty hard schooling right there that's for you. Good to know. That can get rough. Good to know what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Of course, yeah. now I may have to take a refresher course. I don't remember much. <laughs> Yeah, and um, even even things like voodoo, Santeria. Right. Yeah. Voodoo. People people getting raised in that culture mm -hmm. right there, they get freaked out pretty quick too. They have their own differences and everything like that. Yeah, there's dark and light voodoo, right? If I remember, uh, remember right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the right. Yeah, yeah and regular people. Uh, aren't really able to even perform that right. It, it always takes a priest, a man that's ready to do that. There's there's days and days worth of, of preparing to walk into that moment. And, uh, you know, they got to starve themselves for days and saying right, their prayer and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of it. That's a lot of it. They got to be ready to walk up in there, and that's just one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I many guys for doing that most hard work. <laughs> it is. It's a lot of hard work. A lot of prayer. A lot of it. So I think we kind of discussed the different levels of success. Is there any more that we can look out for? Or, or What's that? Much, is there any other different levels of possession? Or is that pretty much what you come across? Um. Well, oppression is usually like where it's pretty much got you. Um, but full-blown possession is where um, you're you're just along for the ride. 
and uh, it's going to take something very strong to get you back. Um, that's the difference. Is it with possession? Mm -hmm. There's there's uh, it, there's a, a difference where it it depends on how long they're possessed. Um, after a couple of days, it's really hard to bring them back. Right. Days, days or weeks, even, right? For filing, it's rough. You know, yeah. imagine, imagine walking in the woods in the dark and how far you can walk in them woods. And then, you know, you got one little teeny tiny light that you see at the very end of that road. You're hoping that that's the right road to take. Yeah, I know how that is. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, do you have a bunch of list of locations that you like to visit or near or far? Haunted locations? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, in South Carolina, pretty much been to a lot of them. Um, one of my favorites was uh, Elmwood Cemetery in downtown Columbia. Oh, wow. Uh, I ended up having a coffin carrying Mack truck that showed up in my backyard one day when I was about uh, 15, 16 or so. And this, uh, this truck had an old map in there. And uh, I always keep it as a reminder. <laughs> I, I end up wrapping it like a scroll. Hello. And, <laughs> um, yeah. Elmwood Cemetery. I ended up taking that map out there and checking the place out. And um, you know, there, there's a spot for unknown, uh, unnamed soldiers that were buried out there. I always like to go and pay tribute to those guys. Um, there's a famous baseball player that's out there, and um, just a whole bunch of lives that that was lived. And great, great people that are buried out there. Oh, well. That's one of my faves. Um, also, Camden. I like historic Camden. There's a Quaker Cemetery out there. And I like um, the house that was used as a British fort. It's right down the road from there. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Camden Oak is one of the oldest trees of Camden whenever it was first being settled. Um, it's the size of a house. It is huge. Oh, it wow. Is just this big 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 tree stump now and um it's called the camden oak it's pretty cool and oh, uh cool. in quaker cemetery the there's a, a really awesome story that nobody really knows about and and uh it's alice of glasgow uh hmm. she was she was stowaway on a ship coming from uh, i think scotland and she was oh, wow. uh, wanting to, she had a boyfriend that was a British soldier that had just gotten shipped out to show up in Camden and fight our troops. And so she was a stowaway on a ship. And uh, I think it was a lilac. It was a lilac, load of lilac. Mm -hmm. And um, and she ended up getting over here and getting caught up in a mix and ended up passing away. And they buried her right on the spot. And, and uh, that's Quaker Cemetery. Um, there's also a general that got in a fight with a camp with a uh, captain, and uh, it was a shootout. Um, and that's a pretty, pretty interesting 
little spot right beside Alice. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yeah. I've done a couple of investigations out there. It was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no we got time. all kinds of things in South Carolina, though. Uh, Charleston City Jail. Uh, cool. That was awesome. USS Yorktown. Yeah, I was just in Charleston last weekend. Fun times. Huh. Yeah, I have to get out there one day. Yeah, you should. You should. It's a good spot. <laughs> I need to get out more. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time I actually stumbled on an old graveyard. It was like yeah. abandoned. It wasn't well taken care of. You know, that was well, I, I've done that. I've done that too. I ended up uh, having a church that had some issues trying to call me up to go and check that out. And uh, there was three cemeteries that were completely monumental. And then mm -hmm. there was woods. And when I walked into these woods back behind those, I found that there was plots with uh, just little slate rock for um for stones and we're we're talking with them and letting them know to to give them a, a mass burial and and ceremony and and uh clean the place up a little bit you know that's what yeah, it and takes I found, and i found a cemetery on a mile away from my uncle's farmhouse mm. so and it was all almost, almost buried itself so i don't know if they ever found it this My was cousin doesn't shallow. remember it, but I remember it because I found it. <laughs> yeah, and I was with somebody that had a brown pants moment. He's on my team now. <laughs> All right. he's, he's a pretty cool guy, man. You know, uh, he ended up uh, walking with me. I had a uh, SLS portable SLS with me, and just as I'm finding these little teen tiny gravestones, um, something moved and and shot into this tree, made this big loud bang. And it was right beside us. And that, that big dude looked at me and he was like, whoa, whoa, did that just happen? I was like, yeah, it did, man. It really did. <laughs> well, I said my <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah uh, like, I said, like I said, they just needed somebody. They wanted to get a message out there. Yeah. They needed somebody to, to say, hey, clean this place up, get some uh, good memorial for them and uh we couldn't really find too many of the names of the graves because they were so old way past 1700s area you know right. it, it gets tough to find them i like to look at the graves i don't know i'm weird i just like to look at the names you yeah. know they're especially the tall ones sorry my allergy <laughs> uh, you good but yeah Anyway, um, yeah, thanks guys for watching. I uh, don't forget if you want to submit, we still have a few minutes left. Can't believe it's been already an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. If you guys have any questions, let us know and we'll try to get to you, even though, uh, even after the show. So we'll be on replay and we'll be on YouTube. And what's the other places? Spotify. I mean, we're everywhere. <laughs> Audible. I'll tell you about some really cool paranormal activity I've witnessed this year so far. Oh, sure. Uh, I, was I, got a, that. I got a call and went to a uh, uh, Shriner Temple. I, I'm not going to give any any name there, though. Oh, no, it's got to be anonymous. Um, <clears throat> I went out there and I had uh, chocolate bars flying across an office for oh, two wow. days straight. And I recorded. I've got like nine of them. I did like this little count 
for every single time that I caught one on film and did like a small clip of it. And yeah, it's like nine times in, wow. uh, in two days we saw chocolate bars flying across the room. Um, actually, I had Stephanie from the Warren Foundation helping me out with that. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe someone either likes or don't like chocolate bars. <laughs> Yeah, well, they, they end up selling them. Um, it goes towards helping kids with cancer, doing treatments and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Surgeries. Hey, Stephanie. They help out uh, children's hospitals selling those candy That's bars. Awesome. So even after they pass away, they still like picking those candy bars up and chunking them across the room. You know? <laughs> they can't eat them. They might as well throw them. Right. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it was. That was pretty cool. That was one of the best activities so far this year. All right. Thanks, Bruno. So, yeah, the latest activity or was the operation I saw with my dad. I think I mentioned that earlier. Mm -hmm. It was at my friend's party, and like he was like this. He wasn't too happy. <laughs> Oh, he was staring at you. He wanted to see you partying a little bit more, didn't he? You gotta live it up. Live it up, he girl. Too happy. And he's sitting there going, You need to sling some more books and party it up. Have pizza parties at that library. I did even get out of board. Yeah. The last place I was. You've got a lot board. of books now. Wow. That's a collection. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah, I try. Wow. I'm working on, I'm working on a couple more. Yes. You're getting it going, girl. That's awesome. <laughs> Once I get the idea, it's like no stopping. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I wrote three of them, but I haven't done any publishing with it. I just did it because oh, I was like, you know what? I want to do this. So I did it. Yeah, I know I always wanted to be a writer as well. Because uh, yeah. now that we have the resources, I finally do it. Yeah. I've been writing I'm also, um, I'm also a musician. I play the piano. Yes, you are. Time. You're a very good musician. <laughs> that was that my last book. Rocking. I wrote my, I wrote like a dozen songs. That was my last book. Uh, I did my, you know, mostly it's my songs all put together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ended up setting up a channel where I've got some albums out online. Um, you can go to YouTube and check out Stokes Pro Studio on there. Some good stuff. Oh, I'm also on SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, awesome. yeah, and YouTube. <laughs> I did that a long time ago. I think you can hear uh, one of my albums is Solid Terror Tech. If you want oh, to look, look at it, yeah, Solid Terror Tech is on that. I haven't been on SoundCloud in a very long time there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you remember GarageBand.com? You remember that? That was a long Not time. Not really. <laughs> very, very long time ago. That was my first album. I ended up dropping that on there. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was a pretty cool little platform where a whole bunch of other musicians would drop their stuff in, and we all had to listen to each other, being able to give a, uh, feedback and stuff like that to each other. Did you play an instrument, or did you sing? Uh, both. Oh, nice. Yeah. I tried to sing. I used to be in a choir. Ah, nice. No, I made yeah. something. Yeah, my pops raised me up singing. 
and uh, nice. I, I started out with piano on instruments and hey, worked my way to uh, clarinet, bass guitar. Um, I was I tried regular guitar and, and drums. Uh, pretty much, I, with, now that I've got a recording studio, I've got five drums sitting around, two pianos, oh, PA, nice. PA for days. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be sitting here jamming all the time. I just played a piano keyboard. I have a keyboard on top of the piano now and a guitar. I tried to play the clarinet with my friend, Libby Cryers. I'm like, I couldn't get one note. <laughs> oh. Uh -oh. A lot harder than I anticipated. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always have, like, I, I have this thing about uh, show tunes. Like, like when I hop on a yeah, piano, the first, the first thing I want to do is the Terminator theme song. I don't know why. That's always stuck with me. I like that Terminator theme song. I want to start playing the Ghostbusters song. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's that good. That's that good, good. I can play my ear or I can read tightly. Yeah. yeah. I can play it on, on the uh, on the guitar. I can do it oh, nice. That. Yeah. Yeah, I think kind of music is paranormal kind of goes together. Mm -hmm. It does. <laughs> it does a lot. You know, I, I've sit back and I'll uh, I'll try to take breaks while I'm on the job doing the uh, paranormal investigations, especially with some residentials, because oh, right. uh, you, you want to keep those people calm. And yeah. one of the best ways to do that, sit back and rock it out for a minute. So I'll take my acoustic out. I'll play a couple songs here and there. This weekend over in Charleston, I was jamming for this dude and his uh, and his lady. Um, asked me to do some Alice in Chains, so I did Man in the Box. Oh, nice! It was pretty fun. Yeah, right off the side of a pool table. Uh, <laughs> it was a nice place too. Very cool activity going on in there. Yeah, something about music. I think that draws them in sometimes. You spirits. Because whenever I play, I tend to hear them sometimes. Well, yeah, it's a little soothing sometimes. Whenever you get the yeah. right place, man, you know. Um, I, know, I, just, I, I found guess. out that old Indian territory, um, I ended up oh, showing wow. up and jamming out in Florence over at an old mansion that was haunted over there. Huh. And uh, and I, I found that, that that right there was the right thing to do. All of a sudden, there was like this old like uh, pipe tobacco smell that started showing up. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they and, like tobacco. Yeah, yeah. And there was a ghost cat. It was a, that was pretty cool. It was a ghost, we have a ghost cat. cat. We have a couple of cats have to lay. Yeah. They hang around me. I think we're uh, we're one hour in. Is that our? Um, our yes, about you want to um, tell everybody where they can find you. And we, and they sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, if you want, um, you can end up looking me up, Ron Stokes. You can look up SPIR, S-P-I-R, Stokes Paranormal Investigations Research. And uh, and uh, you can look up the Warren Legacy Foundation. You can look up uh, Solomonic Order of St. Michael Archangel International, uh, com, And um, we are even there, you know, helping out as clergy, deacon there. So um, just helping people out. You know, over and over again, you can check out uh, Ecto 803, where I have charity raising money for kids with cancer and 
helping out um, the South Carolina Ghostbusters. And awesome. uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of well, fun. Well, thank you for being with us tonight. I know it's been over an hour already. Wow. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. You are so cool. Thank you. Well, thank you. So you're welcome back anytime. You and maybe some of your team. Awesome. You know, we should add some more people. Sure. Yeah, if you sure. like. Very cool. So you yeah, stay I safe out there. Many oh, yeah. For you guys. Absolutely. And, uh, Absolutely. I'm praying for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. You stay no sharp. Problem. Stay safe. Stay vigilant. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll be able to hang out again. We'll be able sure. to check, you know, we'll be able to have another show sometime. Just holler at me. I'll be around. Hopefully soon. <laughs> Thank you for and having me. And then next week, I think I told you next week, is it already August? August next week? So August 1st, I'm going to have, um, for the first time, Sam Dennis. Cool. Yeah, he's awesome. another broadcaster. So I'm sorry, <laughs> So I'm kind of stoked about that. Have Tim Dennis on our show. Right and on. Maybe one day, Dave Strader. <laughs> right on. Well, I hope everybody out in TV land had a good show here. I hope everybody. Yeah, thank you guys it. for listening and watching. Let us know where you're listening from. I always wonder where you guys are from, and uh, I know we're a couple hours difference. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, I know you're getting late. Where you're at. So uh, thank you for saying that this late and uh, I appreciate it. And uh, I'll share out the link, you know, after the show, whatever we play and stuff. So you have a great night and stay safe out there, Ron. Absolutely. Thank you. You too. You have a good thank one, Thank you. Thank you, guys. And this is Karen with Water with your host, right? And Ron, Rock thank on. you. Rock right. on. Yeah, stokes <laughs> out. So, yeah.